Yeah, I have a what's oh, it called? Um, a trauma bond. Yeah, but what's it? What's it? <laughs> now we all have trauma bonds. The uh, the one yeah, where you fall in love the with three your of character. us. That's why we're friends. What's it called? What's it called? It's like the... captive, like something captive. <sighs> Fuck! It's like the whole premise of Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> Literally, no. <laughs> uh, loving. This is why we're all fucked captor. up. What is it called when you love your captor? Stockholm Syndrome. That's what we got. What is it called when you love your captor? Oh my gosh. I think that's what that is, Stockholm Syndrome. No, that is Stockholm Syndrome. You just Googled that, Brooke. Like, that is what I'm into the internet. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. Like the well, cops sure, are going to show up at your it. house right now, and they're going to be like, "Sir, we saw this Google search, and like we just need to check out the premises." Oh my god! Can we get this fucking podcast started? Jesus. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Ro and I'm here with my lovely guests, Nicole and Baruch. What's up, ladies? It's not what you were saying five minutes ago. Hey. Okay, She's coming out the gate with sass. Relax. <laughs> well, I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were ripping. We were talking about dead dogs. A lot of uh, things. A lot no, of things. Dead parents. <laughs> Sugar parents. Oh, sugar parents. It's right. Trust funds. Yeah. All things that um I don't have. So that it's will go in the archives. Good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> uh, do not put that out on air. Some suspect things were said. So um but yeah, how we doing? It's a it's a Saturday evening, right? Today's afternoon. Saturday? Evening, afternoon, I guess. It's one thirty my time, so Brooke just walked up are... from an afternoon nap. Yeah, what the heck, man? Imagine. So What's nice. that like? Nice. <laughs> like, I'm not even upset about it. <laughs> I'm just jealous. Sleep. What's that like? Uh... But that's cool. How are how are we all doing today? Other than sleepy, I guess. Pretty good. Pretty good. Just chilling. <clears throat> drinking Pretty some good. wine. <laughs> Dang. It's weird. weird. It's weird saying you drink red wine this early in the day. That's true. I feel like I have a problem when I say that. <laughs> but it's really well, just for the podcast. Yes, it's 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 work, you know? <laughs> I don't want to do it, but I this just have working job. So, yeah. It's in the What did you say last week? Bullshit-ass wine? Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cross we unfortunately have to bear uh, that oh we put gosh. on ourselves. So, uh, speaking of drinks, what are we drinking today? Uh, Nicole, I'll let you start first because I guess you said you're drinking red wine. <laughs> yes. I have a Pinot Noir. It's called Psyche. So, you know. <laughs> just, it, it looked great. <laughs> That's Great all we got. It says, okay, no, no. The back says psyche. that the sign of an advanced psyche is when someone can simultaneously hold two opposing viewpoints. This drives a person to innovate and bring new ideas together. And that's what we do on the podcast every single week, right? Shout out to Psyche um, <laughs> for, for being our pseudo sponsor. <laughs> That's what I'm oh saying. I'm just trying to get someone That's to amazing. sponsor us. Come on. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to sell it more. People are like, um, I'm not. I don't really feel like drinking that because <laughs> now it reminds me of 
Nicole being like, what? You don't want to be an innovator? You don't want to bring ideas together and create something new? I am an innovator. As Logic said, (laughs) visionaries never die. So we're going to live forever, guys. Ro, you're trying to die. All the time. Okay, relax. I'm not trying to die. <laughs> that, that okay, people so are gonna emo, get the wrong like, idea. Yeah, people. Are gonna I get just picture a row like locked in a closet, listening to senses <laughs> fail. Like, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I just really hope people who listen like know Something us well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because someone's gonna call somebody, and we're gonna we're gonna get taken down. They're just gonna leave comments like, uh, <laughs> "Reminds me that people have issues." And no one is help. okay on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're like i don't feel alone <laughs> yeah, yeah. i feel we're, safe well like i think we said we're trying to get some uh mental health people on this month so <laughs> now yes, might be a good, good time yeah yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> happy happy may uh it's uh, what did you say it's mental health awareness mental month health so. awareness month wow i'm aware that i'm broken so oh my god <laughs> That's, That's the first step. Awareness. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed You're it. Almost there. You're almost it. to the second step, row. You'll get there Rejection. eventually. Yes. Yeah. Just re- reject everything. Uh, what about you, Broke? What are you drinking? I am drinking a local cider from Bull City Cider Works. I got a, like a mixed six pack. I went in and just like picked mm. up some things to try. And this one's called Rise Up and it's ginger cider. It's very refreshing. Ooh. That makes me, that reminds me of Hamilton, which neither one of you have watched yet. Not at all. No. So, I don't know. All I know <gasps> so... about Alexander Hamilton is that he proposed the idea of manifest destiny um, and bringing together both oceans via the spread of the continental US. So, wow. Thanks, AP US history, literally 15 years ago or whenever I took it. You did good. Interesting. Isn't that weird? I'm just shocked that you haven't seen it yet. I'm shocked that Ro hasn't seen it, though, because he loves musicals. Uh, like, Ro, what'd yeah. you do yesterday? I don't know. What about um, that random president? <laughs> oh, I got, I got you. I got you. Well, I, first of all, um, it's because it's like such a really cool concept until you're like, oh, wait, uh, he had to slaughter literally millions of natives to do that. So, you know, oh, it's just a God. juxtaposition you where I'm like, oh, really this just is taking up. this to another level. <laughs> Well, you know, I haven't even started drinking yet. Just wait. This um, is what he cries in the closet with chemical romance, my chemical romance on. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, like yeah, so many people, if they do not know us listening to this right now, I am just so sorry. Uh, well, first of all, I feel like no one just randomly pops into episode, what is this, like 30? But if if it is, hello, go check out the rest of our episodes. It's a lot of this, um, especially when, when I'm <laughs> You'll get to know Ro a little so. bit more, and you still won't understand his personality, <sighs> but this is it. <laughs> I'm nothing special. I'm just... Oh, my angry. God. <laughs> so my drink, uh, I have... Uh, I like Brooke, I went and got like a, a six-pack, like build yarn or whatever. It's called um, Berry Noir. It's from Boulevard Brewing Company based out of... Uh, Missouri, Kansas, or sorry, Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> Oops. Um, and it's a sour ale with mixed berries. Uh, I don't know. The can look really cool, so that's why I got it. See. Um. Wow. That's really good. I did that sip on purpose for the ASMR fans, but um, I like it. I like it a lot. It's way better than that like raspberry bullshit I had a couple of weeks ago, where I was like, "This really hurts me." So. Cheers to you, Boulevard Brewing Company. You're killing it. Bob. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about 
what we're talking about this week, which is um, busting nutrition myths, which I think is uh, a lot of the questions we get regarding food kind of fall into these things. But before we get into that, we do have a question of the week that came in, and this is regarding the king of all lifts, the squat. So uh, Astagrass versus parallel squats, which is better? I feel like I'm cheating if I don't drop it super low in a squat, but it just does not feel good on my body. All right, so a couple of things to uh, <laughs> to take apart there. Um, one, uh, if you feel like your form is good and it's, you know, you've been told it's good, you can see in video, and you still feel horrible doing it, stop doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's there's nothing special about any lift unless you, like, make it special. So, of course, I love squatting, benching, and deadlifting because – like powerlifting was kind of my focus for a long time, but like moving away from powerlift or from squatting as much as I used to has like helped my health so much because my spine doesn't feel like it's snapping every other day. Um, and some of that was, you know, some form stuff. Most of it was just like not giving myself rest. So if you can look at your volume and technique objectively and say like, no, things are good. It just, it just does not feel good or my fatigue uh, really spikes up when I squat ass to grass, then there's no reason for you to do it. Um, if you are looking at, you know, trying to get um, stronger, uh, specifically in, in the squat, then it's like, okay, well, you really only have to get a little past parallel in order for it to count in a powerlifting federation or something in no other sport or daily activity like does it matter? Um, so one of those things, or I guess it's it's really like ego at that point, especially based on this question, because it's like, I feel like I'm cheating, but it's like cheating who and cheating what? Because aren't you also, you know, cheating yourself out of life or being able to do things if it hurts every time that you do it? Um, I, I know it's like really cool to think about, you know, being able to drop it lower than than someone else but if you're getting a full range of motion you're actively engaging your quads your glutes your core and everything feels good you see results are coming you're still getting stronger and there's really no i don't think there's really any reason to to put yourself especially through pain um in order to get a, an ass to grass squat so those are my uh those are my thoughts on that question so anything you all want to add to that I feel like in CrossFit they definitely promoted like you need to deep squat and I was like this just doesn't feel good so no <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, that always goes over really well with with coaches when you mm -hmm. are you have an attitude <laughs> like I did but um <laughs> I'm with you I like that you were kind of just like you need to listen to your body because is it worth it no Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? Can you like work the injury. it? You know, can okay, you sit down, mm, drop it, mm. and reverse it? We've gone around specifically to a squat. <laughs> Sorry, <Great. laughs> that song's gonna be stuck in my head the whole podcast. I know, you're Missy like, Elliott. Where are you? All right, so <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, is it? I mean, all of our bodies are built differently. We each have different like hip mobility, and yep. doesn't that impact like how far you can squat and like ankle mobility? Um things like that and then 
also like being able to do different variations of squatting. Like I see, you know, there's been a lot of benefit for me, at least like working with a higher level, like box or like bench. And when you're like, kind of like going down slowly, pausing, like tapping your ass to like the bench or the box or whatever it is. And then coming back up like that helps with form and like understanding what your hips are doing and understanding like what else is going on in your body. So I personally think there's a lot of benefit to like slowing down and getting to know the actual movement instead of seeing how far you can get your ass to the ground. Like what does that matter if you're not strong enough to get yourself back up or like you're injuring yourself, whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the, the concept of full range of motion, right? Like if you can Mm -hmm. do full range of motion with 225, but like, it hurts to do it at like 300. It's like, well, why are you doing that? Unless you're competing or like are really trying to hit something like fine, but you don't win anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you, there's no added benefit. Uh, there's added benefit to going uh, as deep as you can in a controlled manner, especially when it comes to hypertrophy. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's a whole other conversation about like, building different phases of a lift so that you have like actual control or whatever. But, you know, uh, we've had, I think the last two episodes, I feel like have been a lot of exercise and me because I like to be the star of the show. Um, and we're going to transition to nutrition stuff this, this episode. So, um, we'll leave the, the lift talk to another, to another day. So, um, as I said before, uh, Today, what we're doing is busting nutrition myths um, all day, every day as health professionals. Um, but today, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna hit what I think what we think are like the top ten. Um, we're gonna get pretty sassy, and we haven't even started drinking yet. Um, but it's just you know when you think about it, like after so many years of like hearing the same question, you're like, I think I'm just gonna refer it to this podcast. Like, uh, my answer is at you know 14 minutes and 38 <laughs> seconds. Go over there. That's not so, a bad idea. <laughs> I know, right? I have questions. Okay, Just share the listen to this, this episode, episode first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then come back to me if you have more questions. So um yeah, plug plug the podcast always. So let's get started. Um I think growing up, uh, especially from, you know, people's moms, uh, I would hear things like, uh, you need to stop eating food by six PM. It's like that's nutrition myth number one. Why do people think that? And uh, why is it wrong? Why is that a myth? First of all, it's definitely a no. Yeah. That's Mm-mm. that's really a myth. I don't know where this one came from, but the when I hear people ask it, they're like, oh, so I heard that food just turns to fat after this, uh, this time, random what? arbitrary time. I'm like, that's what? not how it works. That's not, Nicole, I wish we could have like just screenshots of Nicole's facial expressions as a reaction to each myth. Like that would really yep. be the best. I'll put it up on the on the Instagram, just my face. Let's not scare people away. Come on. Um, oh, what? I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Anyway, back to the question. Uh, yeah, I you know the the sun goes down and then your metabolism stops working, right, Brooke? No, absolutely not. I hate also that we feel really tied to a clock. I'm not. I'm going to try not to go off on like too much of a tangent here. But mm-hmm. you need to think about your day and when do I wake up? When do I go mm-hmm. to sleep? When do I work out? 
And then I recommend you start stacking food around your activity and then you fill in what the rest of your day looks like. And I recommend that you stop eating a certain amount of time before bedtime, but that's just so that you're not laying down with a full stomach and you have some digestion time, Um, especially if you've got GERD, acid reflux, heartburn issues. You definitely don't want to like eat something and immediately lay down. I would give yourself like two to four hours to digest depending on how your stomach is. But you need to start thinking about your day in terms of what your day looks like, not the mm-hmm. clock. Get, we Ditch the clock. We don't give a shit about the clock. Your metazo- <laughs> metabolism will still work. It will still use food. It does not automatically turn to fat. That's just not how it works. Yeah. No, your body doesn't, like, your body's not a clock. It If it's telling you that you're hungry, you're hungry. Like, it needs more energy. So that's a whole other question and issue that if you are experiencing, like, extreme hunger at nighttime, then we need to look at how many calories you're consuming throughout the day and when. So, and how that relates to your activity and your needs. But definitely agree. Like, this is 100% a myth. And you also have to think about... Like, if this were true, then what about the individuals who work night shift? Like, what about people who don't go to bed at nine o'clock like I do? It's, we're all very different and our schedules are very different. And so our needs and when we need it are going to be different. Um, so yeah. Don't listen. Also, don't listen like, can we myth. just, can we wrap our head around this myth though? Like, so is it 6 p.m. your time zone? What happens if you travel to a different <laughs> right. time zone? Yeah. Is then your body clock your body knows. at 6 p.m. your they time know. zone? Yeah. Like, what? Uh-uh. There's so you much bullshit here. And, and There's they're so like, much uh, bullshit. It's 8 a.m. I can't eat for the rest of the day because it's 6 p.m. back home. Uh, the lie detector yeah, and- test determined this is a lie. <laughs> you are not the father clock. Um, yeah, I think uh, also when you look at like protein synthesis, like it, it's – you know, like abs are built in the kitchen, whatever, all these sayings, but like you were, you are creating muscle or at least like healing from the stress throughout the day when you're asleep. So it doesn't make sense that like the food that you eat would automatically get turned into to muscle, right? Because that, that food, regardless of when, is especially being used to like promote um, muscle growth and like healing of any injuries you might have. Like, so, so it like doesn't, when you pull even further back or I at least dive deeper in, then you're like, yeah, there's, there's some credence to even having like a protein shake or some protein substance closer to your bedtime. Like, like you said, Brooke, like two hours before or something, just so that it's like, Hey, we're going to maybe jack up our, our, uh, protein synthesis signals a bit more while you're asleep. And so why would you like, why would you do that and be like, well, all this is going to turn into fat. Like it doesn't make any sense when you think about it that way so so ditch that myth you can eat after 6 p.m in a time zone that is yours <laughs> figure out your own clock okay um number two fruit has too much sugar oh so i shouldn't eat it this one has been huge the past i don't know three four years imagine how the fuck did we get here so I'm gonna we've let y'all take so, away because I need to I need to decompress uh, after reading. We've gone so this. awry. When people have like said bananas are bad for you, I'm like, oh my god, we've <laughs> we've we've failed as a humanity. We've failed. <laughs> but these um, are the same people who are wanting to like take green supplements every morning, and I'm like, oh yeah, 
You could just you eat could vegetables. You could just eat your fruits and vegetables. <laughs> yeah. These are the no, same no, no, people no, who put chlorophyll drops in their drinks. Oh, God bless me. God. <laughs> you can't have too much acid in your body. You need to be basic. Yeah. This is all so Go. confusing. No wonder consumers or like pe- normal people are just like confused because everything yeah, is so sure. contradictory. It's like, oh, wait, I need sugar water juice to detox my body, but sugar's bad. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, the thing with sugar um, is... Well, it gets demonized a lot, but there's a purpose. It serves a purpose. And a lot of the health recommendations talking about limiting sugar, it's more about added sugar. It's actual sugar. Not there's. It's naturally occurring in this food. It's got fiber. It's got water. It's got micronutrients. Oh, my God, the devil. That's the kind of sugar we want. We definitely want lots of that. And it's still okay and shouldn't be demonized to have added sugar and baked goods and things like that when you want them occasionally. Um, but certainly there is something to be said for limiting those processed sugars and foods and just not limiting. Limiting is not a good word, but you need to find a good balance that makes sense for your health, your goals, mm-hmm. your longevity. That I guess is a better way to state that. Um, so if you want to think about cutting back on sugar, it definitely makes way more sense to think about, hey, what could I do differently as far as packaged foods? And you should be eating lots of fresh foods, lots of color, lots of fruits and veggies. Um, there's sugar and veggies too. And I highly recommend those. It's in dairy products. It's in some very healthy dairy products like kefir. So don't believe everything you hear. And I am team fruit. Watch the soda and baked goods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I agree with everything that Brooke just said. And I was also reading... Um, a little bit of the research in the health at every size book that I have. And it was talking a lot about like high fructose corn syrup and trans fat and all like these processed things that have been entered into our eating world over the past couple decades and how those things actually like impact our hunger and like our drive to eat more and can kind of like fuck up some of the internal systems that we have. So I do think it's kind of interesting to relate how our eating world has changed and like the way foods are made and packaged and like how we consume them because it is very different than thousands of years ago when we didn't have access to like fast food on every corner or whatever. Um, I know that's kind of like off topic of this question, but (laughs) just like in relation to um, like why, like, I just think it's interesting that we are so quick to demonize like the sugar and fruit, but we're not looking at all these other different things that have changed in the eating world and space and how that might be impacting like our relationship towards things like fruit and like the things in sugar. But like, we're like, Oh, I'm craving this. So I'm going to go eat this like super processed packaged sugary thing, but I can't have a banana. Yeah. (laughs) I just think it's interesting. Well, I think it's like what people are willing to to give up, you know, and they're like, I don't eat apples anyway, so it's easier for me to be like, fuck apples, but you're going to tell me I have to stop eating my, you know, bag of Skittles? Like, <laughs> I'd rather give up the apples. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it goes back to what, what Brooke was saying, how there is a lot of misinformation and, and people being like, you can't have fruit, but you can have it as a detox. And it's like, um, what? So, um, yeah. Sugar, not a bad thing. Um, even like added sugars, right? It's just the amount. And if you're gonna if you're gonna have 
fruits, like understand it's not just for the sugar, but you get a lot of like fiber and nutrients with it. You know, that's stop limiting that, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. be yeah. better. Just more sh- like, yeah, look at more so of like how balanced is my eating habits and, you know, where can I add things? Can I add an extra fruit or an extra vegetable throughout the day can i add like some more fiber instead of trying to like pick this one thing and being like this is so bad i just have to completely cut it out yeah i think i eat like two bananas a day like (laughs) i'm just i was just saying like banana team banana (laughs) it's back team banana y'all we back no team crispies (laughs) team crispies team crispies always so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow shout out to like episode four or something that was crazy um all right so let's move on so i guess to to reiterate fruit uh is good <laughs> eat your damn fruit people um so uh myth number three men shouldn't eat soy because it will mess with their hormones this is something that i used to believe pretty heavily in um about five years ago so Tell me why I was wrong, Brooke. I think that this myth came from the bowels of the bodybuilding.com forums, if I had to guess. Oh, Um, absolutely. (laughs) This is is, someone shit this This is a myth. (laughs) For real, though, that's exactly what I think of this myth. There's, There's phytoestrogens in soy, which is, I think, where this myth came from. People just saw estrogen as part of the word. Um, but it's not the same thing as estrogen, which is the female hormone found in the body that, you know, people are attaching it to. So when you review the literature, there's really no significant effect on human health when soy is consumed as far as negative. There's a lot of research supporting it, actually. Soy is a complete protein, um, which is very awesome and powerful in a plant. Usually we have to pair different plant protein sources and so it's pretty cool that soy is a plant that has everything we need as far as amino acids. So there's a lot of research supporting it actually has a protective effect. Um, and it also is a great source of leucine, which I know we've talked about a lot. It feels like in recent episodes and how important that is for muscle growth and development. So if you're a vegetarian or vegan athlete, or even if you're just trying to eat more plants, um, I know that's something I'm trying to do. I do eat meat, but I've started eating more soy, and I'm actually really digging it. Like tofu scrambles are my new favorite thing. So I highly recommend experimenting. Don't Rose not respond to go Rose gagging. <laughs> no, I'll so never, I'm I'll never yuck your yum. So go ahead. I'm I'm definitely team soy. I would choose whole soy foods, so not soy milk. Nothing wrong with it, but just remember whole food is going to have more to it. So think of like things like edamame, delicious. They're just baby soybeans. Uh, fermented soy products like tempeh or miso, amazing for gut health. So definitely try some soy. I want to challenge everyone listening. What does miso taste like? Have you ever had miso soup when you go get sushi? Like the soup they give you in the first round? It looks yeah, like magic I've seen soup. a lot of people str- starting horny? to put it in like, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh my God. I've seen people starting to put it in like baked goods. Like I've seen like miso chocolate chip cookies and I'm like, what is this? First of all, stop. Miso chocolate chip. Come on. Just Bro, you need, to, you need to follow more food bloggers. What's wrong with you? Why? You know, I, I survived off of just chicken for like 10 years. So I'm... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> food bloggers, whatever. Oh, that's what miso is. Okay. It's I made from it. fermented soybeans. I've only had miso soup. Okay. I so like, would it make like... it, like, what would it, I guess I'm, I'm just curious about what the, t- like, what it adds, like, taste-wise to, like, a chocolate chip cookie. Because, I mean, it's pretty trendy, so I'm like, it must be good. Well, I know they make it in, like, paste and stuff. So I mean, I'm assuming they're adding the are paste. Trendy. Are those Maybe good? we'll try it out. No. See how it goes. Pass. Yeah, let me know what? how it goes. We're not trying out the chocolate chip cookies? No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Hard pass. She's like, but wait, but oh, God. I'm like, what? Chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I'm like, you're eating your tofu scramble. You got to at least give this a try. <laughs> no, it was roe. I was saying no to roe. Uh, I don't even remember what I said. Bro, yeah, see, I, I think the, you just talk and you're like, you have no idea what your words are even doing. Oh, ever. Never. Yeah. I think <laughs> that the only reason that uh, I'd be opposed to uh, soy is because one of my favorite insults to call myself as a liberal is like a beta cuck soy boy. But like, other than that, like, <laughs> you know, it, it just it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me because if you are um, worried about your hormones, right, or like your ability to recover something and let's say you only have soy as an option like what do you think is better missing a meal that has protein in it um that is a complete protein source which i just learned um or not eating right like obviously it makes sense to to do the option where you're eating um and i and i'm you know i identify as like a you know pretty as a carnivore i love meat um but like you said brooke like if you're trying to like enjoy other things or round out your nutritional palate um or just try out new ideas like stop getting lost in the weeds and try soy you know if you find that you like it cool add it in it's not gonna be the the one thing that like ruins your ability to perform or live a happy lifestyle or whatever so um yeah not that I'm team soy, but you should eat soy if you like it. <laughs> there's really, I don't think there's any reason not to. So, yeah, variety in the diet, we don't talk about enough, but it's really important because think about all the different variety that exists in your gut. And if you're feeding it the same things over and over, you might be overfeeding certain bacteria and lacking in others. And so, like, general rule of thumb, I don't know where this came from. So, don't take this for just take it with a grain of salt but i recently was hearing someone talking about how it's really we need a variety of 50 different foods that we eat a week Mm -hmm. i don't do that i'm a creature of habit i eat the same thing over and over again so you know that might not be realistic for everyone but that goes just to show that hey it might not be a bad idea to switch it up week to week and try some new things that's like you're having like a something else to eat every meal for the whole I don't know week. what like turned me off from soy, but I do think it's like one of those things that I've never been like, oh, I should add that to my diet or like eating, like not diet, but like, you know, my eating habits. Eating pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll look into it now, Brooke. You've inspired me. I won't because I'll just keep eating meat. But for <laughs> okay. all you who want to try it. Rose, Very like, awesome I'm going to keep you. eating the same three things. Enjoy being a beta cuck soy boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Me, I'm an I alpha I like to male. broaden my horizons. I I very much do not like to do that. So, <laughs> so in a mood sure. today. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not even that. I remember this is kind of off tangent. We, I was going to meet like one of Casey's friends and I was like, 
I don't want to fucking do this. I just want to sit at home. Why do I have to put any energy to meet people? I hate this. And I was like, I'll go, but I'm going to bitch the entire time. And then we got there and I was like, wow, I like people. You guys are really nice. You guys are really cool. And that's just me to a T. Like, I'm not going to try any new food. I'm not going to meet new people. And then when I do it, I'm like, this is great. Wow. So So. you just said that you you just proved yourself wrong. You should be brought in your horizon. (laughs) No, yeah, 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 yeah. You're absolutely right. I should be. I just won't. So okay, moving great. on to you the said next. I was right. Mid. That's all I needed. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right. Myth number four: organic, gluten-free, and all natural foods mean health. This one's kind of a. Mm. This one's a good one. Mm. I, I don't like so. I'm not going to say that there's not any benefit to these things because there is. And it's awesome that especially like gluten-free products exist because I don't think this was a thing at all when I was younger. Um, But it does definitely like bug me when I see online, especially like influencers or like trainers and like non-dietitian people promoting that you should be eating like all organic because of this 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 and this and this or like that it equals healthier because one it goes back to like that access and like all like the dimensions of health and like do you have access to this do you have the financial resources for this and i think that that's just like another barrier that keeps people from consuming more like fruits and vegetables or like oh i can't afford organic so i'm just not going to buy any at all and so Mm -hmm. i really like i just don't want that to be something that like shames or puts people off from trying new foods or like broadening their horizons when it comes to like healthy eating habits. So that's like my biggest thing is I think it's like a big shame tool. I agree. Definitely doesn't mean it's inherently healthier for everyone because you see so many packaged foods that by the time you read that list, I'm like, I don't even know what the ingredients yeah. this is actually even made with. But it says yeah. it's organic. Yeah. Like, it's just marketing. All of it's organic. Like, organic uh, corn syrup. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't mean it's inherently healthy. I think we first should benefit from just reading a label and understanding, like, the basic composition and what it's actually providing before we worry about certain things. Uh, I do think it's good, like, gluten-free products ex- exist for those that have health and medical reasons for avoiding it but again it doesn't mean it's healthier mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. You know, it shouldn't be that expensive and i definitely encourage people to just buy fresh things and if you don't want to spend the extra money for organic you don't need to i would just encourage you to wash it uh and maybe some type of like water white vinegar mix or something to, or just underwater to make sure that you're <laughs> rinsing it off but Bro. why are you laughing at me <laughs> Bro, <laughs> he's just like, I, I, I'm gonna die. I like never wash my shit. I'm just like, I'll I don't eat wash it, my whatever. stuff either. My sister's appalled. What? <laughs> you guys. How do you think that, I stay so what? healthy? Exactly. Like, I get strangers' hands on my well fucking no. green peppers. I cook it. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like good. coated in wax a lot of the time. Love it. That's the best transport. part. That's the what? Oh, 
Yes. No. I, I honestly sometimes I'll like melt a candle on top of it just to get like extra wax. <laughs> oh my mm. god! So good. I like say sweet nothings to it. Why is it covered in oh. wax? Like why can't it just be what it is? Well, because it then it doesn't it last. Stay. Yeah. Like it just makes like, it apples... so over it here. Oh, wait, here we should where? be. What you... The United States in general is so bad about our food and our food supply. Ugh, why don't they care about us? <laughs> we ship we anyway. ship we ship things from <laughs> Central America a lot of the times. Like we're shipping things across entire different are they technically different continents? I feel like they are, even though it's connected. I think it kind of depends on who you ask, but yeah. I don't know. And now I sound dumb, but you guys know what I mean. It comes a <laughs> long way yeah. and it's covered in people. crap. And so you should definitely wash it with at least water if you're not going to do Fine. my hippie ass white vinegar water solution. Hippie ass white vinegar. But I mean, nothing's happened so far. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm like, I just spit on it, kind of rub it. I'm like, cool. And I'll just cook for my friends. I'm like, it's made with love. It was my spit. No, note to self, you're never cooking for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i would well, love to see what Ro would flavors. whip up it would definitely be steak and potatoes I, first of all first of all steak and broccoli and potatoes is like the perfect meal whatever <laughs> um but yeah i i mean i'm i'm such a that's probably like the only time where i'm like yeah i'm a fucking man where i'm like yeah fuck yeah i'll make steak <laughs> hell yeah grill it open over an open flame like this ain't no burger king so yeah i mean i going back to <laughs> the original thing which was organic gluten and all natural foods like i i agree with so much with nicole where it's like it can just be another barrier where people are like well like i'm trying to eat healthier but like you know this or organic apple is four dollars compared to i can get you know six of them for four dollars when they're not um it's just one of those things where if for whatever reason like you feel like it's going to be better for you and you can afford it fine but like there's no real difference. And I know that people talk about like synthetic fertilizers and like synthetic this and that. And that's what like makes things organic is that they don't have those things. But at the same time, like. Well, I think they do, to be fair. There's still pesticides on organic food. Oh, right. Yeah. There's like, so uh, yeah, but there's like some, something different, right? That it's like. It's like natural pesticides. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, I don't know enough about mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I do think that it doesn't make sense to uh, to just like get our entire population like sick. But if I say that, then, you know, people are going to come and be like, have you heard about the cabal and blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> they keep us sick, bro. So that the insurance companies, <laughs> this and that. Like, I just I just don't think it's that big of a conspiracy. So eat. Eat your fruits. If it's natural and you can afford it, great. If it's not, and I say natural, sorry, all fruits and vegetables are natural. If it's not organic or whatever, uh, then still eat it. You know, try to make, again, I think that's one of those things where you're like losing yourself in the weeds because you're, you're like, uh, blah, 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 organic. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. For sure. Um, I just had a brain fart. Cool. Next myth here. Uh, this one is is such a classic one. Uh, we've talked about a lot of times, um, but I think it's good to hit up again. There are good carbs and bad carbs, so I need to avoid certain ones, specifically the bad ones. Let's uh, let's rip into this one. 
Because it's our no. favorite. No. Just, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I just, no. I'm pulling a, I'm pulling a everyone, row. No. <laughs> I love this question so much because I feel so passionately about carbohydrates, y'all. Mm. There is no such thing as good thing, good carbs or bad carbs. <laughs> no good there things are, exist. There are different <laughs> That's types what I was of modeled. carbohydrates. <laughs> What's bad is when they're out of balance and we just haven't figured out where to place things, but they're not bad. Um, there's So when people are talking about bad carbs, they're usually talking about what I call quick carbs or simple carbs. There's not a lot of fiber. There's really not a lot going on. This is things like refined white bread. I don't know. A lot of other things, but Oreos. I can't think either. And I've only had like <laughs> half of a cider. But <laughs> these quick carbs or these simple carbs will cause highs and lows in blood sugar. Something you consume. Rice Krispies. Yep. But I'll get into that. we'll use Don't this worry. as an example. Don't you worry. That can serve such an important purpose, especially if we're talking about sports and human performance. So yes. grab the Rice Krispies, put it like think and make food work for you. Like where is it going to best serve you? A crispy is going to best serve you before a workout because it's simple, quick carbohydrates that immediately uptake cause this rise in blood sugar, but you're using it and you're moving your body, right? Love it. Um, yes. So other carbs that we talk like complex carbs, they have fiber. There's a lot more going on. Um, this will create a more stable energy and blood sugar isn't going to have that super dramatic spike so throughout the day it's best to have complex carbs or that you're pairing carbohydrates with other macronutrients like protein and fat um, and that's going to create more balance and stability throughout the day so no none of these carbs are bad in my opinion you just need to learn how to balance them and place them in a way that makes sense for you around your activity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i'm also going to relate it back to like how you feel so yeah. like Brooke said, say, you know, you did eat like four Oreos and they gave you this instant energy and you were like, oh, I'm so hyper and awesome. This is great. But then, you know, 30 minutes later, you're crashing and burning. You can relate, like try to tie what you're eating to what you're feeling and like how you want to feel. Is this leading you to like the productivity you're hoping to have, like the performance mm -hmm. you're hoping to have, whatever it may be. And then you can kind of like relate what you want to eat in that moment based on that feeling so if you had eaten like if you had paired something like protein like a string cheese with a banana or like some peanut butter like that may have given you a little bit more of like long-standing energy but it doesn't mean that either one of those things was bad it's just like is it producing the outcome you want yeah did you really just use string cheese as your main protein source Come I on. love like a string cheese and <laughs> a fruit or something like that. Like that's of like course. a go-to snack. I, I I agree with that as I just – there was a conversation I was having with a buddy recently. I don't remember what it was, but it's like when people are like, yeah, like uh, peanut butter and, and cheese are like my main protein sources. Like, bro, there's so many other protein sources you could have. Uh, and they're like mostly what, fast, What do right? you have as protein I, sources as snacks, Ro? As snacks? Yes, yeah, so uh, I just snack, not go a meal. and find like a, a chicken on the road and just take a bite out no. of its wing, and I'm that's chilling. what I'm saying. Like you just heat yeah. up like a little chicken tender real quick, and like this <laughs> yeah, is your. Snack. I mean, I mean to be fair, I, I try to have like chicken tendies on deck so I can just like <laughs> pop one in my mouth. So and that's not a joke, but uh, yeah. So no, but I but I but I agree. I think um, another thing to bring up is what's the um, I, I've been trying to think about it for the past since you all were talking, but I can't remember it. 
the uh the chart that they use for like um carbs and how it's digested uh all i know is like the glycemic carbs. index yes the glycemic oh, yeah. index yeah so the glycemic index uh, which is what a lot of people will point to when they're like oh well, this is going to spike your sugar or, like it's a good carb it's a bad carb whatever um it only works or is only relevant when you only have straight glucose right so like nicole said if you have um something with uh, some sort of carb but then pair it with anything else that's automatically going to slow the digestion it's automatically going to uh disperse that that blood sugar so you don't have a spike so when you if you ever hear about the glycemic index and why you shouldn't have certain carbs because they'll spike blah, blah blah just understand that unless it's just you having rice or just you having candy then it doesn't really it's not like a relevant it's not a relevant uh measurement there but i do like I that that, that you brought that index. up yeah it's very outdated um like that you said that brooke where you were like sometimes a spike is necessary it's quick like when you're doing exercise um and then to kind of feed off what you were saying no pun intended uh nicole is like when i have rice krispies like even i know it's like a placebo for me but it like in my mind i'm like i've had my krispies like nothing else matters like i'm gonna focus like it's it's something that makes me feel ready to go as soon as like i bite it and i taste it so if that's something where maybe you're dependent on it or it just makes you switch gears and like great keep using that and if it allows you to perform then do that you know so agreed so no such thing as good and bad carbs make them fit into your life y'all won't but, believe yeah. this it's the cosmos <laughs> right as we were talking about good carbs and bad carbs i got a spam email that says keto equals happiness 50 pounds in 61 days <laughs> can we bust that myth what the hell is this yeah. shit in my inbox bonus episode I signed, I signed you up for a keto for life.com so uh, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. i'm just yeah, like do you hate that. your life <laughs> <laughs> you're like how much do you hate yourself pounds. on a yeah. way of one taquito one taquito how much do you hate yourself the thing is Man. i i mean i've had some pretty dark moments in my life where i'm like i do not like myself and never have i been like keto <laughs> we'll keto. do keto so, <laughs> so on a scale of one to keto i never go above i guess a seven um that's funny <laughs> oh my god so uh i'm since we're gonna stick in this carb train and this one definitely stems from bodybuilding uh, myth number six: Brown rice is better than white rice. What are what are our initial thoughts? Let brown me tell rice you, tastes like shit. I <laughs> ate brown rice up until like I was like twenty five years old because I was so scared of white rice. And now that I have rediscovered the magic of white rice, I'm like, what the hell was I doing? <laughs> Why like, was I eating brown? I mean, rice? I yeah. I'm not saying there's no benefit, whatever, like add it into your life if you like it, because there is like more whole grains, a little bit more fiber, but it like you can get that through adding a vegetable with your white rice. So whatever. <laughs> That's what I do. Like, yeah, there, it's very minimal. The amount of fiber yeah. and yeah. like B vitamins that we're talking about is like extremely minimal. And I don't like it, obviously. So I do <laughs> jasmine rice and I just had a bunch of veggies because I'd mm -hmm. rather have that be fiber and micronutrients for me. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if my food doesn't taste good, I'm doing something wrong. We've gone yeah. terribly awry. 
jasmine yeah, it's also like harder to eat it right basmati mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are talking about shit i've never even heard of so basmati <laughs> yeah, rice I, have you never I don't know had Indian food no like aromatic mm, I, so good i didn't know that it's like a, uh, what I, her face <laughs> it's like it's just rice to me right i don't know the differences Bro. but what <laughs> yeah come on man come i'm gonna on. amazon I prime thought, you some good rice right. Maybe, we, maybe that's, yeah, I'm we're, just like, we're gonna go on like uh, what's it called? Oh, send me One of those like grocery oh, store no. delivery apps and be like, our friend needs <laughs> <Peepaw>. help. <laughs> so here we're ordering his groceries for the week. He's gonna be amazed. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say no. You guys feel free to send me <laughs> send me food. He's I'll like, you can be it, my you know? sugar parents. <laughs> yeah. Sugar parents are here. I was here. looking for sugar parents. Have really great parents in real life. I'm always trying to get some sugar parents. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's so. Uh, as a, as a Mexican, I grew up eating like rice all the time, and like specifically mm-hmm. Mexican rice. And like when I started lifting in college, same thing. I prescribed to like you have to eat brown rice. Like something about it was magic, right? And I, I was probably also doing a bunch of other things correctly, but you know, you eat brown rice and you're like, my my work has I've been crushing it. Like I'm sleeping well, this and that. But it was because, you know, I was like eating really well overall. I was sleeping. The gym was my main priority. So it wasn't just a brown rice. Uh, But I I never really thought that it was like better. I guess I guess I did because I was like, it gives me some sort of edge. Um, But I haven't had brown rice since like 2014, really, just because. You just said you don't don't... know what white white rice is. (laughs) No, you said. We said jasmine and basmati. Oh, you said basmati. I know what jasmine. I know what jasmine rice is. Yeah, but I oh. have never heard of bas basmati. I got it. Cool. Bugatti, you know, <laughs> Bacardi rice. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know why why it got that. I think it was because simply because uh, bodybuilders and yeah. all those um, discussion boards on like old time anabolicminds.com and stuff, but. We need to troll know, those culture. message boards. Like one yeah, episode, like... just like live troll them <laughs> and see where it ends up. Like, Look at this it's really crazy idiot, how no. like this one message though, like this one message just like extended so far to where, I mean, for a lot of people for years and decades, like never ate white rice again because they just thought it was like the devil. And I'm like, yeah. how, well, that's how like, does this that's happen? That's like all of these. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember when like almond butter came out, and everyone was like, "So is almond butter better than peanut butter?" I'm like, "No, it's just a no. different nut." Like, yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, yeah, that's and food I think marketing. It's, like, it's just marketing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Man. And then like when everyone thought Nutella was healthy, I'm like, "Oh <laughs> no, I'm confused." <laughs> yes, like I remember like, when Nutella oh, came out, and they're like, "Yes, this hazelnut it. spread. It's so good for you." I'm like, "It's, li- it's the first ingredient sugar. is sugar." I- <laughs> I remember there was like a uh, there was like a, a court case or something because a mom uh, her child had become like obese or something because it was like well we gave him fruit and we gave him nuts and it was like oh like what it, what were you feeding it was like just like a whole jar of Nutella like, like well that oh, yeah okay, I yeah. remember when that came out like they um, Nutella got in trouble from like yeah. their marketing because they were promoting it as like this health related product and I'm like what's happening and they did get sued. Well, it's I love like Nutella a, toast. Fuck, what's it I mean, yeah, I love Nutella. It's delicious, but like, stop marketing this shit for like, it, it's just whatever. 
there's <laughs> there's like um <laughs> please don't come for us uh there's like um we can't afford that, you to sue us Natella. you like, don't need to um, sue us we don't have anything <laughs> you want my money <laughs> they're like we'll, we'll bleep out this section all right at the very least um but yeah and like uh those those fit like fit waters or like sobe health I, I can't remember but like same thing where it's like oh this is healthier than water you're getting your vitamin oh vitamin water that's what it was vitamin water yep. it's like this is healthy Ooh, but i remember that it's just straight sugar like that's sugar all water. it is and they're like well we put electrolytes in it so you know it's healthy and it's like no bro <laughs> it's the same it's the same thing make it's that like anymore? anything else what These happened to ogs water? like vitamin water was like the og it. of all of it vitamin uh, 50 water. cent owns it doesn't he what? What? Got shot nine times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's fifty. Shot nine own. times. Yes. How do you not know? <laughs> this is an important fact. Forget AP history. This is an important <laughs> yeah. fact. Forget Hamilton. <laughs> oh yeah, in the early 2000s, Fifty Cent partnered up with whatever. Of course, to launch he did. His own vitamin water brand. This is amazing. Uh, but then in 2007, Coca-Cola bought it for a whopping 4.1 billion dollars. Jeez. We're just here it's with a lot the facts. of water to. <laughs> yes, 50 Cent. Thanks, I Googled it. Google. Wikipedia said I'm right. 50 was I shot. I just Googled nine times. it. Said you were right. Oh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, see, yeah. I'm worried about other things. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, worried yeah. about that. Yes. That, yeah, he had like the I band aid on his, on his like job. album cover. Great job. I thought that was oh, Nelly. Am I aging myself? I thought that was Nelly. No, that's definitely cool. Nelly. In the 90s. No, yeah, but I thought Nelly that... had the band aid. Mm-hmm. Oh but, gosh, man, we need we a have, whole other. Podcast. We have gone down. The oh, you're hole. right. Yeah, that was. Uh, of course, we're right. That was not. Don't okay. mess with my hip hop facts. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so old. So old. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so brown rice. If you like it, eat it. There's no fucking. How did we get to, to like, Nelly and Fifty over. Cent? I don't know. For brown <laughs> rice. <laughs> How? <laughs> oh man. Oh, Jesus. That's incredible. Anyway, That's eat your white right rice. There. Eat your <laughs> eat your Bucati. Your Bugatti. Your Bucati. Uh, what? Forever. Eat the booty. Uh, and then, <laughs> oh man. So anyway, moving on to <laughs> myth number seven, which also I think originated in the bowels of the uh, the bodybuilding the community. Um, <laughs> The protein in tilapia and tilapia in general is oh. better for bodybuilding than Ugh. chicken is. Straight up tilapia. Tilapia sucks. No. I do not like I ate it so so fucking much. That's all in I could afford in college yeah. and I thought it was the that best. I don't like, like I would like get a whole bag for like six dollars. I know, right? And you like and put spinach like, oh, in it and awesome. you're like I'm fucking cordon blue over here, Jesus. <laughs> and you just like oh, put yeah. a shit ton of hot sauce on it. Yeah. No, I it's like I don't know. Well, it's I don't very know lean. Like yeah. I think it got popular it's because fish. it's a Isn't super it lean real? fish. I thought tilapia wasn't even like really fish. Well, most of it's farmed and like farmed, questionable yeah. practices there, but it's not the best fish to eat because it's got omega sixes, not really omega threes, and we want more omega threes. We already eat really naturally high diets and omega sixes as Americans. So mm. I'm just like, wh- why? Like it doesn't taste good, and it doesn't even have the right kind of healthy fats. So why are you eating the shitty fish? I'm just going to say, if you're still in the point of your life where you're eating tilapia, just wait until the next season of your life where you're not eating tilapia and you'll question everything. (laughs) You'll question why you ever ate this to begin with because it has no taste and it's disgusting. 
I mean, okay, first of all. So just shop the sales, I, get some I, good salmon I, on sale. I yep. do want to say, you know, we were just talking about good and bad carbs. No okay. such thing as a good okay, and bad yes. fish. Okay, so I do want to no, point that no, out. No, no, I'm just Tilapia saying. Tilapia does suck, though. <laughs> There's uh, definitely no, like, I, okay I and get better. what you're saying. Better choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think uh, it's like the first time I had salmon, I was like, oh, like good salmon. You know, you're like, holy shit, this is, mm-hmm. this is really good. I can't just go back to eating tilapia. Um, and I think it, it also came from, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but, uh, I used to be told that, um, was that a grammatically, anyway, I I was, I was, I was told before, I don't know, um, (laughs) in the before times, uh, he's getting a PhD (laughs) y'all struggling (laughs) to get one, um, that tilapia thins the skin, um, Whereas like chicken doesn't. And so oh God, from a bodybuilding standpoint, you're like, oh yeah, of course. Well, it's going to make me more vascular. Like I should have only tilapia, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like why would fish thin skin? Why would anything? No. Like, I'm going to stand by my previous comment of keep your skin on your body. Stop trying to thin it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think like your your skin thins when you're malnourished. Like True. Um, like what? I don't understand why this is even a desired effect. And this, I don't even care if I found bodybuilders. I just don't get it. I don't get, I mean, it. get it either. It's a different, it's a different life. I, I get it because you, you're trying to thin fat, right? Obviously, that's the whole point of bodybuilding. But why and thin your skin? Losing weight. It, yeah, because I think they it's want just like to see the muscle more. But like, doesn't that mean you're like emancipated? <laughs> you mean emaciated? Emaciated? <laughs> uh, you know. Check out my V-taper. And also, I left my parents. So, I'm done. I'm so sorry. <laughs> emancipated. <laughs> All Is right. that even a word? Yeah, it's like when, yeah, when you're like a, a child different. and you emancipate yourself from like your parents and you're like, nah, I can be my own adult. So. <laughs> oh, Granted, really if you emancipated, hope, there's really probably a good chance you can only afford I dropped off this episode by that comment. So. <laughs> 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 They're like, dumb. <laughs> dumb, delete. Dumb girl. Oh my god! Please message no, the pod if you girl. heard that, and just message, just message um, us. Just emancipated. emancipated. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I think Nicole runs runs the accounts. So she'd be like, "God damn it!" I keep getting yeah. these messages. She's like, "Dang it! Someone saw it. Someone heard it. I'm I'm exposed." Oh my god! That's gonna be the 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 title of the episode. Just emancipated. People are like, "What the fuck Listen, is this?" Listen, I got about? public education in Tennessee, so that's all hey, I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> are they are oh, they above man. Mississippi at least? We all met in Mississippi, but should say a lot. Yeah, Mississippi's like forty nine, so you can't. Yeah, it's, it's not that it's much a, work to be above them. I think New Mexico's like one of New Mexico's models uh, is like thank God for Mississippi because like if they're forty ninth and something, Mississippi's like fiftieth. So um, who's at yeah, the top great. of these lists? I want to know. Like Delaware and uh, some like northeast. We really, but... we really get like on a tangent from these questions. What were we talking oh, about? Oh yeah, Columbia? right. <laughs> Back to food myths, yeah. Um, and Nelly. Nelly. <laughs> so yeah, eat tilapia if you like it. There's nothing special about it. Um, try to expand yourself to better tasting fish <laughs> if you can. If not, totally get it. That phase of life is coming for you. Manifest it. <laughs> Manifest better foods. <laughs> salmon straight out of the PNW ocean. So, um, cool. Let's move on. So, uh, myth number eight. 
low fat and I'm air quoting because that's like what the title or the label says low fat options are better for you than regular fat foods. What are thoughts here? <laughs> Why is this wrong, I guess? Um, I'm just going to start by saying that fat is a macronutrient, so we need it. Yes. There's these things called fat-soluble vitamins. So if you're not getting yes. fat, you're not absorbing these fat-soluble vitamins into your body, into your systems. So... And another thing is, is like if, especially if it's like a packaged food and it has like low fat on it, I mean, if you're taking fat out, you have to like replace it with something. So you also need to like look, okay, if like fat's been taken out, then what are they like compensating? Because like fat add is what adds flavor to things. So what are they compensating that product with to like add flavor back or like whatever it may be? So I would definitely like... Just try to get the whole picture, read the label, read the ingredients, see what's going on, and don't be afraid to just buy foods that have fat in them. It's fine. Agreed. <laughs> Usually when they pull, I think in the 90s, low-fat was the craze. Like, I remember my mom would love some low-fat Pringles. Gross. <laughs> but a lot of them <laughs> add weird stuff back, and... Yeah. A lot of low-fat products cause diarrhea and GI upset and bloating. And so they've added something else because they pulled the fat out to make it taste good. So just be mindful of that. A lot of the times they put sugar in it to make it taste yeah. good, thinking like fat was the problem and fat made you fat, but like that's not how that works either. So yeah, I'm with Coco. We need it. It's important. But that being said, like she brought up earlier there's a difference between trans fats and saturated unsaturated different types of unsaturated fats so there's a lot going on there yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think like how do you think these things taste good you know what i mean like yeah i there are like if we're looking specifically at like um diet coke or something like there's artificial sweeteners like they don't i don't care who comes after me they don't cause problems whatever but going to the low fat like yeah okay we're gonna we're gonna cut the fat but we're also gonna add in like brooke said a bunch of sugar and so it's like yeah it's the same calorically or maybe even a little less or a little more depending on the food but why you know um especially if you just like learn that you do need fats for vitamins for hormonal health like fats are what control your hormones pretty much so if you are cutting fat out of everything you eat, then there's a lot of issues that come come with that. Um, so yeah, I mean, look at read the labels, you know. And if if you are like trying to lose weight or something, and and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but like if you're trying to lose weight or something, and you're like, hey, uh, small steps, I'm just gonna look at like calories, then it doesn't like matter if it's low fat and higher in sugar or higher or lower in sugar and higher in fats, like as long as the calories are lower. So, um, yeah, stop. That stuff does not taste better, <laughs> you know? So well, it's stop like the, convincing yourself. The Adkins products where they do like the sugar free with a ton of sugar alcohols. I'm like, yeah. First of all, this doesn't taste good. Second of all, do you enjoy laughing and then shitting your pants by accident? Like, don't, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to, at Loyola, they had this, like, CVS, like, right across. And um, after I would get my 
two Five Guys burgers, I would hop over to CVS and get like these protein bars. And they were just like, I mean, it was like 30 grams of like sugar alcohols. And I didn't know what that was. But I was like, man, every time I eat these, my stomach just, it hurts so bad. I'm like ripping mm. ass everywhere. My roommates are like, bro, you smell. And I'm like, I'm just trying to you get smell. my protein, you know. Uh, and then and then like I read what sugar alcohols were and I was like, oh, well, okay. I Maybe that's what my why my stomach hurts. So, yeah, a lot of things in, in these um, – even more <laughs> processed foods that like could be causing some sort of problem. You can't but... get over it. You smell. <laughs> I mean... There you have it. If you go low fat, you smell. <laughs> you smell sometimes. Yeah. As long as nobody calls you rancid, you're fine. So. Oh my gosh. Cool. So a classic here. Um, if I don't eat protein within 30 minutes of finishing my workout, I'll miss my anabolic window. Oh, man. Tell us Tell how me. you feel about it, Ro. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, again, I subscribed to this before. I was like, it makes a lot of sense. Why wouldn't I want to try and feed my muscles ASAP? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, unless you have everything right already, your sleep, your nutrition, uh, your volume, your training, your stress, like all managed then that's the only time it may be important. But I, I'm not sure if we said it on here, but it's more like a barn door, right? It's not a window, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's like half an hour to two hours. But at the same time, like, if you are like a normal person, then it doesn't matter. Throughout the day, as long as you like hit your, your protein goals and your macronutrient goals, then it's fine. Are, is it like ultra optimal? No, right? But... Unless you are doing all of those things, you don't even get to think about ultra optimal. Um, and so it's like, again, one of those things where you're just getting like, you know, lost in the weeds because you are maybe really trying to pump down like, you're like, oh, well, the more protein I eat during this, the the stronger I'm going to become. So I'm going to have like two or three scoops of protein and that's going to give me like, 80 grams, but I'm also going to shit my pants in the next like hour and a half, two hours, but I crush it then. And then you don't eat protein for the rest of the day. Like, what are you doing? Like, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. So, um, I, I think that it's, it's time to like super squash that unless everything else is checked off, which nine times out of 10, it's not with people. No. Yeah. And also your body is going to continue to use protein to build muscle. Like it it's not like muscle just shuts off from doing what it was doing after 30 minutes. There's certainly a diminishing window of returns, but I mean, you're talking it like you said, it matters what are you doing the rest of the day, the next 24 hours, 48 hours. Um because that glycogen, you know, the muscle tissue repair like it doesn't just happen in this short amount of time. And it's yeah. getting used and for a purpose. So I think that that's just a myth we have to let go of people. I think it's better actually to like cool down and be totally ready to digest, you know, after you're done working out to even intake something anyway. And normally 30 minutes is like isn't quite enough. Like sometimes, especially in the summer, like I'm still amped after and I need to like cool down and breathe a little bit before I eat something. Oh, yeah. yeah. So many times I'm like hunkered over a plate. I'm just like, <laughs> and then I'm like 
oh fuck i just ate i don't even remember that meal because i was still just <laughs> just so hyped <laughs> that's the mm. most times yeah but. i definitely agree with what rose said is that you know i think we're so quick to jump on the smallest little detail before we look at like the bigger picture yes. so i would definitely look at like those bigger um behaviors and like biomarkers first of like am i getting enough sleep am i getting enough hydration how's my stress levels all of those things before you're so concerned about not eating chicken 30 minutes after your workout (laughs) (laughs) yep i don't know man i don't know but then again the people who are much bigger and stronger than me do it so they must know something (laughs) Well, no. Rose, um, they dedicated right, so. their life to it, and you dedicated your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real. And That's a lot of the times, the a lot of those people part. work out multiple times a day, and then it does yeah. matter more. Yeah. If you work out, if you're a real like, let's say yeah. like you're a UFC athlete, and that's all you do. It's like you're working out twice a day. Truly then it really does matter when you career. get that post workout in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The rules change yeah, but a little bit. A lot of that is also like you just need to be ready for the next session, though. You know, it's not so and much carbs like are a big part. healing for this part. You're like, oh, right, exactly. It's like I carbs to... to get ready. But those are yeah. also like the people that people like compare themselves to of like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. like extreme athlete <laughs> hey, does sorry. it. So I should You're do it. It's like, no, athlete. like I um, literally walk across the hall instead of stand at my standing desk all day and work. I'm not the same as them. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if I had a dollar for every time brian's like yeah so you know john jones does this thing so i'm like stop stop we're not yeah, we're not going you there. are not that person yeah yeah and cool you're gonna it, Dave. go you work and in accounting. this person for the yeah. next six hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> he literally hunches over in a chair that's a sport <laughs> that's how we try it's to do extreme, a lot of extreme brian okay him. we believe you. <laughs> it is yeah it's beautiful artwork for sure extreme tattooing it's not as physically demanding not the shit on tattoo artists but come on and same thing for me i remember i remember one time right we made a joke where i was like no i'm definitely an elite athlete like i know i'm not but there are times where i'm like man this should not be like i should not feel so burnt out because of this and it's like my life is not devoted to this. I'm doing so many other things. Like those stressors mm-hmm. are coming in. Um, so it's it's with, within the same vein of like, hey, figure out the rest of your life. Do it for months, years. And then you can start to maybe think about those really small things that are going to be game changers. Um, but yeah, most of us are just normies. It's okay Average. to be normal, guys. It's okay. <laughs> We're totally average. Row crawls into the closet to listen to emo music. The average health unfiltered podcast. Yeah, that's that's gonna be the the new title. Um cool. So the the last one that um I still I feel like I believe and I still am kinda like, oh, I don't know, but um myth number ten, you should eat every two to three hours in order to burn more calories throughout the day. So I remember hearing about like stoking the metabolic flame and like how if you keep adding more wood to a fire, right, it, it grows, it burns more. Um, but like we're not fire pits. <laughs> so so uh, it sounds great. Yeah, great metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like yeah. this eating pattern for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like you guys stop me if I'm you think I'm wrong, but I don't think based on what I've read 
research school wise that it means you're burning more calories to eat this way. But I think that there's benefits to eating this way for a variety of reasons. And because most people I see that I work with personally one-on-one have a tendency to backload calories and forget about fueling during the day, which sets you up for a really shitty workout if you haven't fueled properly. So I just like this idea of let's spread out our opportunities for nourishment for other reasons, not necessarily yeah. like, oh, you're going to burn more. Um, yeah. So I like this and I encourage this for people, but not because it burns more calories. Yeah. I'm the same way um, because personally – I think it's good that we're consistently like fueling ourselves throughout the day. And I find that people have like the exact opposite like problem is that they're going long periods of time without eating. And that's what's really causing issues with cravings, you know, eating like a really large. Yeah, like eating like a really large meal at the end of the day or just like not having a lot of energy, not sleeping well, things like that. And so I think that this really impacts like positively on those things. If you are consistently fueling throughout the day, like your body is not going to go into like this stress state. Like it's going to know like we're safe, we're good, we have enough fuel. Like and especially if you are incorporating like activity throughout your day that's also going to be important too. So I'm with Brooke that I definitely like promote this style of eating, but I'm not going to like promote it to a person saying like, this is going to help you burn more calories throughout the day. Cause that's right. not the goal. Like the goal is to like keep you feeling your best and keep you fueled. Yeah. I think a lot of it also comes from uh, like the thermic effect of food. <clears throat> so, you know, you, you burn calories just by like living and, doing work and digesting and there is there is um evidence that shows that like you know protein is like you know uh costs more energy to digest Mm -hmm. right but at the same time like it's not like if you just have protein throughout the day every two to three hours that you're just gonna like lose an extra i don't even think it's like 100 calories you know what i mean very minimal so you're definitely not gonna lose like an extra 500 like a thousand like no way so i I think Again, unless you're a super optimal person, then it doesn't matter. Um, I really like what you two said about um, like building upon eating patterns and, and how it like it does leave you energized for tasks throughout the day. Because, I mean, how many of us have like been super rushed? We eat like a small breakfast and then it's like 8 p.m. And you're like, wow, man, like I feel like shit. The whole day mm-hmm. sucked. Like. How much better would it have been if you're like, oh, like even I'm just going to grab like a snack, like something every now and then, like you're going to automatically feel better. So at that point, it's not about like burning calories, right? It's just about like being able to perform better at anything. But if you do eat more consistently, um, you know, I do believe that our bodies are smarter than than we are. So you're going to want to do more things. You're going to want to be more active because you're not going to feel like tired you're not going to feel like you are um you know carrying around something like heavy just because you just feel so bad but that doesn't mean that like inherently you're going to burn more more calories if you uh eat every two to three hours but another reason though i am a fan of spreading it out is to spread out the protein but it's not because of the thermo effect of food it's because i want to see active individuals and most of the clients I work with are really active or tactical athletes. So it's important 
that they see that muscle protein synthesis and they really get those training adaptions through their activity. I don't think I said that right because my brain's a mess right now, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I said spreading out protein to at least <laughs> spreading out protein for at least four times, if not five. I just think that's beneficial because we're getting that response we want and working towards performance goals and body comp goals for a lot of them. So that's another reason I don't even really think necessarily about the thermo effect of food, but yeah, yeah, and building off of that, like it's all signals, right? So it it might. Do I have enough signals to to say we're gonna build, or do I not have enough signals? And so now we have to we have to break down. So it's like just anabolism and catabolism, like always in flux of like, what are we doing right now? Mm-hmm. You're going to be in a more uh, anabolic state, so you're gonna want to grow more uh, at a cellular level if you have food consistently, if you are working out consistently, and everything. Um, so, so I understand like that, you know, if we can spend more time in a, in a, in an anabolic, uh, like signal, then yeah, then w- we might increase our chances of like building more muscle. But at the same time, like our bodies are so smart where the second you have protein, it's back up. Like that's all it takes. Like that's how strong those signals are. Um, but from a stand, from a practical standpoint, if I'm like, hey, you got to eat 200 grams of calorie. Uh, wow. What the fuck was that? 200 grams of protein. <laughs> well, it's not protein. just us. Emancip- <laughs> oh Rose about God. to get emancipated. I'm about to get emancipated. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to eat 200 grams of protein a day, right? Like that's so much easier to do if you break it up into four to six times as opposed to you have two meals and now you have to eat 100 grams of protein both times. Like – that's difficult. And you have to try and feel like good as you're doing that. Like, no way. So uh, yeah. I don't think I have a single client that's, how... that's over like 160 something. Because I feel like uh, 200 is a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I mean, you definitely have to be like like a strength athlete, like consistently training. And you big I think, dude. you know, uh, there there's um, like evidence that it that it's like good but also if you're like hey these are like the overall calories you're trying to hit like for the most part carbs and fats are going to be especially carbs are going to be like the brunt of it so you can continue to do to do work but yeah and that range i I feel like most people don't enjoy being at the top of the range so it's like there's a range where we're gonna get the response we want so like i'm not gonna make you force feed yourself chicken breast (laughs) yeah like even sometimes i'm like oh well this protein like it tastes good right like that's what it's made for but it's still just a process of like oh, i don't want to make a shake and then feel like liquid in my stomach and blah 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 so um yeah eat eat you know every two to three hours if you want uh there's no added benefit as far as like burning calories throughout the days go but listen to your dietitians <laughs> for for sure and the person that is uh helping you take charge of your food. But um, yeah, those were, I think, the the top 10 uh, myths that we that we thought about um, that we were able to get from people in the internet and stuff like that. And just our own experiences. As I said, I had a lot of tilapia and brown rice in college. And um, one of the many regrets I have, just kidding, <laughs> no regrets. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, anything else we'd like to add about myths and, and disinformation about food in general? 
I mean, I feel like we could do a whole other podcast. <laughs> like we could just keep yeah. going and have a whole podcast dedicated to this kind of shit, honestly. <laughs> we are unfiltering the health marketing places. So, yeah. Cool. Then um, thank you all for all, both of you, uh, all two of you. Thank all two of you uh, for bringing in the the nutrition uh, realism. Yeah, it does take a village. <laughs> I'm just some bro that's like, that doesn't sound right. That's not right. But you guys are like, oh no, like, li- listen to us. This this doesn't sound right. Um, cool. So, um, I am currently still accepting uh, clients. I have to do with exercise and performance, trying to get you all big and jacked and strong and able to lift your five year old and run a five k and whatever it is you want to do. Um, Nicole is our intuitive eating slash health at every size dietitian. Um, and then Brooke is a dietitian specializing in athletic performance and body recomp. And you can join her wait list to work with her for one-on-one nutrition coaching. Uh, follow us at health unfiltered pod on Instagram. I'm never going to get it right. Uh, and keep the, <laughs> keep the questions coming. Like, uh, questions of the week, questions for our Q and A's. We haven't done one of those in a while, so maybe it's time to start fishing again. Um, rate us, share us, leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Brooke says only if they're nice. I'm like, hit me with the negatives. I thrive off of it. Um, but give us <laughs> give us five stars still, but then just leave like a negative comment. Like I'm good with that. Um, Ro fuels off hatred. Yeah. Ro can't accept love. That's everything wh- that's everything I've done has been out of spite. Um, no, no. I mean, I, I just celebrated four years with Casey. So things I know how to do something right. <laughs> One person uh, he has let love him. It's amazing. <laughs> God and bless incredible this woman. That's all. Incredible feet, Casey. Woman, it really is. For sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have no round of applause. No idea. So snaps um, for Casey. Yeah, snaps Seriously. for her for oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, continue to to share us. Uh, continue to to reach out. We love doing this. Um, let us know what else you want to talk about. Um, and then let us know how you felt about the myths uh, Myths in this podcast. Are there ones that you're still holding on to? Are there ones where you're like, I don't believe you, bros. Um, bros and bros and broettes. I don't know. Um, he was about to say bros yeah, and Yeah, let us, let us know. <laughs> no, I was, I was about to be like, hell no. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think about the episode, about uh, other myths that you uh, may still hear or things that you think you might want to challenge. Um, we'd love to talk to you about that stuff. But um, until next time, thank you for listening. Continue to listen. We love doing it. And with that, Brooke is going to take us out. Cue that music. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Bye.